This week, we prepare for the one thing that we have been talking about for months, too many games. Come to the IGR panel Friday at 5.15. We are joined by Nate from Welcome to Undercog and his partner in crime, Jeff, from Luna Wolf Studios. And because Rev is gone, we are going full horror on today's episode. Get your badges and booze ready. This is episode 55 of the Indie Game Riot. Hey everybody, this is Josh on episode 55 of the Indie Game Riot podcast. I don't know why I'm talking like in Shatner rhythm. Yeah, I don't uh, know. But it, you know, whatever, who cares? This week we have a very special guest, two special guests for you, as you're seeing in the that corner and down below me, uh, Jeff. <laughs> below you. Uh, same joke from like three <laughs> episodes ago. Uh, Jeff what? from Luna Wolf Studios, you, you you said that joke. I just released episode fifty three because I'm behind. Great, <laughs> and you said it in that episode <laughs> as well. Jeff from Luna Wolf Studios, Nate from Undercog. Um, welcome to Undercog. I'm sorry, the full name. According to it's easier to say Undercog. According to the dev, oh, it's the full name. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, what do I know? It's just yeah, you know, I've, yeah, I've played it a couple times. Yeah. Uh, now we know this is the first time we've met Jeff. Uh, but they, he has been working with Nate um, with a, a couple of uh, Game Jam games and that you're going to find on any game stand in Newgrounds. We'll talk about that later. Of course, we have known Nate since MAGFest when we interviewed him there, uh, which was one of the best interviews I've got to say. Yeah, it was great. Oh, thank awesome. you very much. I had a fun with it, too. I was, like, super nervous and sweaty. Really good. You can't see my back in that one. <laughs> <laughs> He had assless chaps, that's that's why. Yeah. Um, for anybody interested, there is a link to that interview in the chat. Don't watch it now because... Because you're watching us. You'll, yeah, you're watching us right now, but, you know. Uh, yeah, for those of you... Really, <laughs> have your mind blown so many times. Yeah. <laughs> uh, for those of you who are listening... Well, any, anyway, you don't have to be listening now. You could be listening to recorded version. We do have a phone number that you can call, leave a message. We could play it on the show at uh, some point and respond to it in kind. The number is 717-508-RIOT. Or seven one seven five zero eight seven four six eight. In case you hate letters, um, so do that. It, yes, it would be cool if you do that. We uh, no one's taken advantage of that yet. I want that to happen. Yeah, but of course, they could just type in the chat box. Yeah, you, they could just type in the chat box, but you know, then we can't hear it, their voice. Yeah, then you can't hear uh, their can't voice on like, the like a legitimate part of history in the show. I excuse that sound, by the way. I did not mute really player dot me. Uh, <laughs> I have the Mario jump sound effect in my in the recording now because of, of player.me. Anyway, as everyone, of course, loves uh, when we just talk about ourselves on the show, uh, because, you know, who cares about any games on the show? Um, we're going to we're going to ask what, what how are your weeks going? Uh, let's start with let's start with Jeff, since we're, he's in the top left. Yeah. So, so far, just working on Haberdashery little bit here and there threw in some new features for too many games excited to show them off other than that uh, we just released one of our first mobile games actually which you can go download now it's a little arcade game uh, target crack Ooh. on uh, iOS and Android it's just a little mobile game though um, nothing like haberdashery where you can have over 50 different hats hopefully 
sheep in gimp masks. Hey, 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 is that a call out? Are you calling me out of my half production <laughs> values? I don't know, maybe. <laughs> Uh, text doing anything but paying attention, so that's okay. Uh, how about you, Nate? Uh, well, yeah. Been working on Haberdashery a little bit. Been working on Undercog a lot. Uh, I drew a sheep in a gimp mask this week. That was that was a highlight for me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was definitely, uh, yeah. Haberdashery is one of those games every once in a while we'll have that moment where we're like, um, oh, what the dude, fuck are we doing? Right now. <laughs> what? what my life went astray somewhere. I think it was at some point last week when I was using Starbucks instead of milk in my cereal. <laughs> that sounds is it's less sad than beer in your cereal. Uh, Beerios. Um, Energy cereal. Count Chocula with the vanilla power whatever Starbucks thing. Yeah, <laughs> totally amazing. amazing. You sent me a picture. I wanted that. So yeah. with the with the sheep in a gimp mask, did you have to have like a model? Did you actually have a sheep in a gimp mask? And were people asking questions at that point? Oh, there's uh, just we're, we're like low budget indie. Like we don't really have funding, so I actually had to get a lamb. Like you know, they're cheaper. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> and then and then you know after a few <laughs> after a few months you can you know make some wool coats, and then you know after yeah. a few years you've got some food. You know, <laughs> it's an investment, really. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> We, we were kind of debating, like, but it turns out you can't just rent barnyard animals, like, for a convention. <laughs> like, there's not just, like, a place you can go. <laughs> I'm sure there's a place you can go, maybe somewhere I, in New Zealand. I feel Zealand, like there's, like, an Scotland. insurance problem. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, you know, and I feel like, you know, you know, people running the conventions might have a little liability. How much for a night with that sheep? <sighs> uh, he's, not, he's not actually part of your convention. He's just, like, a fan that you just want to get rid of, but he won't go away. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're gonna pawn it off like we don't know the sheep like at all like he just hangs out <laughs> I don't know this like, hey, I don't know what, it, it followed us in here I can't I, it won't leave <laughs> well now you have your new mascot for uh, uh, did you actually actually I, I, this is more of a question for your interview but I'm curious now did you actually ever have like a, a, a full dev studio name for like your work with Undercog or oh yeah Geek Monster Game okay Geek Monster is the official I, I saw that before but I wasn't sure if that was like the official thing yeah, but, it's uh, an LLC and everything. It's all fancy. Now you have to have now you have to now you have to have a sheep as a mascot because it's just you have to. Uh, I've got like the crazy brain monster guy. Yeah, see him. I like him. Um, but yeah, actually, I even brought ooh <gasps> more art. Our sheep. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, we we did uh, we did have an Ashery pen and ink too. Oh man, like, I forgot. Including crazy bible letters i forget how much i love your art <laughs> <laughs> oh that made me excited to go see it yeah, again it's so good uh uh dude there's like i think 50 pages of haberdashery art now <laughs> when uh when undercog I'm makes it cool. when undercog makes it big i'm gonna mug you for your for your art book and i'll be rich because i'll sell it on ebay <laughs> oh, speaking of that, someone actually bought two tablets with haberdashery on it. Oh, oh yeah, really? <laughs> I did computer repair during the day. Like I work at a computer shop, and we had haberdashery like on two tablets that we were using for testing. Uh -huh. And someone was like, "Yeah, I want those too." I was like, "Oh, well, okay, I'll wipe them." He was like, "Do not wipe them. I'm buying them because they have the game." <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. So That's, we that made, is awesome. We made like zero dollars on it, but we did, however, sell two copies. Five hundred dollars worth of tablets. Cough, cough. Samsung sponsorship, please. <laughs> <laughs> Preloaded on all Galaxy tabs. There you go. Uh, tech, 
Yes. Did you or did you not die, hurt yourself, or anything like that? No. Um, th- this week has been a pretty mundane week. I haven't... I-, I honestly don't really remember what I did. And it's not that, you know, I was, like, drunk and forgot everything. It- it's really because I-, I don't really remember. I got really angry <laughs> at a lot of things. I-, I-, I, had like- I had, like, one of those weeks where I was just, like, actually really frustrated with a lot of stuff. Um... And there's probably going to be a blog post a, that gets posted soon. You're having a bad week, man. I've I was, never seen I was you this pretty, upset about everything. I, I know, but it's like everything. You should have heard the out. rant he went on when the very <laughs> night he didn't even like. He's like, he's like, hey Nate, hey, hey Jeff. So E3, fuck that. You no, know, or whatever. Even, no, no, it wasn't. Oh, oh Will Wheaton, fuck guy. him, fuck oh. that guy. <laughs> no, I wasn't. I didn't specifically say ranting that. Ranting about everything. <laughs> and they're over here just Actually, like smiling politely. Hi to us. <laughs> no, I did. No, I did. I, I think swear. You just fired Maybe. off. I may have just started firing <laughs> off, but it's just one of those days. I, I I went to bed at like seven thirty this morning. This morning, and I got called into work two hours earlier than I was supposed to. So my girlfriend comes into my room like you know two out like two and a half three hours before I was expecting to wake up, and she's like, "Hey, uh, our boss called us in. We have to go in." And I'm like, "What time is it?" And she goes, "Well, it's it's like uh." 1 30 now we're supposed to go in at like 4 30 yeah i know <laughs> come on get dressed we're leaving i'm like okay fine hey, did someone so else, like, someone else try and snort a food item and die and you had to go in no it's just we got like tons of deliveries <laughs> all at once and we only have one opening driver and delivery time shot up in like 30 seconds to over an hour and on a friday that looks really bad and people get pissed and then the store loses money who cares? Ah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> no one was tipping well today either. Like, maybe that's why I'm really mad. It's because, like, <laughs> like, everyone was like, here's two bucks for this $40 pizza. And I'm like, thanks, dude. It wasn't one pizza, but, you it's know. It's a $40 yeah. pizza. Sorry, what's the $40 pizza? And I want it. <laughs> yeah, really? I, I, I don't know if we, I don't know if you could even make a $40 pizza. You do, you can now get a, a Pizza Hut Challenge pizza accepted. with. With uh, <laughs> with hot with like hot dogs in the crust, <laughs> it's oh. disgusting. I don't Are like it. But special or... Yeah, no, thank you. Um, so, Josh, what have you been up to? Thanks for asking, buddy. I've been up to nothing. Yeah, see, <laughs> the you day in the life of the <laughs> indie game riot co-hosts. <laughs> yeah, no, I, the day in the life of a guy who works in indie game riot goes to their day job and has a family. Uh, yeah. No, really, I'm just uh, I'm just prepping for a lot of things. This is a busy week coming up. I got my daughter's birthday, and then too many games, and just things like that. I, oh, and we got a special announcement. Like yes. A, well, you might have heard of it through various social media uh, conversations, but the uh, like official announcement happening uh, later in um, Indie News Injection. Yes, I was ah. leading you on there. Oh. That was a segue. Nailed it. (laughs) Are you bored with the same old games? Yeah. Why, then give yourself an Indie News Injection. Thanks, Indie Games. And this week, starting out Indie News Injection, uh, we're talking about it again. (laughs) We've been talking about it for for months. Too many freaking games! We're freaking excited. Yeah, I, I am very. All excited. four of these people on this screen and Rev, who is not here. And, and Did we say that by the way in the intro? Bacon. Why Rev's not here? Uh, no. We, we should mention I that now, him, Rev. And I'm, I'm eating it. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, finally, we, he wasn't at MAGFest when, he, when we met Nate, and now he's not here yeah. on the show when we're talking to Nate. But he hey, will. Yeah, he, he likes to avoid you. He will. Yeah. We will finally. There you go. <laughs> we will finally uh, get, get him to talk to you at Too Many Games. But anyway, he's not. Before we move on, he's not here because he's currently traveling. Uh, to too many to Pennsylvania for uh, swordy fighting, swordy fighting, sword, so, sword, sword fighting, swordy bangy hitting, swordy bangy hitting juvenile delinquents. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, event and then of course, um, do yeah, we, we know you're in chat. Yeah, we, I, no, you aren't. You're imaginary. I've never he's currently you're not real. <laughs> he's currently he's currently in the chat listening via cell phone uh, in his car. Um, on the way and, to Pennsylvania, so that's cool. And they are currently in Illinois. Yeah. Um, so they're pretty close. And then he's going to meet his biological father and sister for the very first time in his life, which is exciting. Uh, or at least for the very first time in the last 30-plus years. Well, yeah, I, I don't... Well, anyway, that you can remember. <laughs> there are details. You can, you can ask <laughs> about that. And then, and then of course, uh, which is obviously the biggest part of this whole week... Yeah, <laughs> bigger than the father. Yeah. Uh, is that he's coming to too many games? Yes, where we have a panel at five fifteen on Friday. Yes, it's gonna be pretty cool. Uh, too many games, and he's gonna meet us, me and Tech, for the first time in real yeah. life, and it's gonna be one big indie game riot. It's like it's like when Captain Planet gets summoned, and yep. it's the indie game riot. Something's Captain gonna happen. Like something, something like that's gonna happen. There's gonna be like this, like 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 superhero god type thing come down. It's just like. Your forces have united. <laughs> so, I don't know. There's I was waiting for you there, to finish like, this. I was like, no, nope. <laughs> is it going to be witty? Or no. no, it's just going to be a complete, utter, you know, disappointment. But but anyway, yeah. too many games. And then yes. since we're on the topic of too many games, we have the panel. But Nate and Jeff will both be there with their booths next to each other. We're going to be uh, showing off Undercog. And um, what what are you showing off other games uh, for Luna Wolf or? Uh, haberdashery. Just haberdashery? Just, yeah, just a few. Um, okay. Um, but anyway, they're going to both be there, so of course stop by their booths as well. Say hello, Indie Game Riot sent you. Yes. Yeah, we have free stuff and buttons. <laughs> free yeah. stuff, you download of course. download free games and play games for free. Free money. Um, All the free things. Make it rain. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> and uh, you know what? You know what? Uh, t- speaking of making it rain... Um, if you remember some weeks ago, we me- we mentioned a game studio, uh, indie dev studio called Two Awesome Studios, um, who were developing a game called Dimension Drive. They they had a Kickstarter that was fully funded by a last minute savior who someone who donated like five thousand dollars or something like that, uh, right in the last like minutes of the yeah. campaign. And it saved their campaign, but as soon as the campaign was over, that $5,000 was revoked. Because it turns out, whoever that person was, was running some sort of scam with credit cards. Yeah. And which completely shattered their dreams. Their Kickstarter failed. and that Which was really that. sucks, too, because this, this Kickstarter had a lot of tie-ins. Because I, um, uh, if you remember Star Mazer from uh, MAGFest as well, uh, Star Mazer and, and uh, Dimension Drive were doing, like, cool crossover stuff uh, with the Star Mazer Kickstarter updates. Um, yeah, it's good. Sorry, say the good news, Josh. Yeah, okay, I was waiting for you to Good finish. news. <laughs> good news is Dimension Drive started a new Kickstarter. Uh, listen to Indie Game Riot. Of course, it was us that convinced them. Yeah, definitely. Not really. <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> well, we like to think so anyway. Um, but they started a new Kickstarter and were, of course, funded as we uh, as we predicted. So congratulations to Awesome Studios. We're glad Dimension Drive was funded because you deserve it. It looks yes. like a great game, and I cannot wait to see the finished project. Uh, oh, yeah. and I get the next thing. Yeah. Speaking we, of projects. Projects. <laughs> projects. Um, big, the, the big announcement that I was talking about in the intro air, part of the show uh, is that if you, if you folks remember uh, almost exactly a year ago, it was around the same time E3 happened. It was actually at the same weekend. Um, there was a digital convention that was put together in four days just four days, and thousands of people showed up, called Indie 3. Um, it's not happening this year for various Whatever reasons. reasons. Uh, not really, it's not really our place to go into it, but it's not happening again. So, the big announcement is, Indie Game Riot has decided to, to pick up the torch and run with it, with our own, it's not going to be Indie 3, it's with our own digital convention. So yes. we're going to be, and we have a lot more time to prep than four days. Yes. So we're hoping, and we still have a lot of contacts from Indie 3, plus everyone like Nate and Jeff, who we've talked to uh, since Indie 3, because that was near the infancy, like the very infancy of Indie Game Riot, uh, before we even had a website or anything like that. Um, so we're picking up the torch running with it, and we're starting our own digital convention called Indie Revolution Expo. Um, IRX, hashtag IRX15 is the social media hashtag thing that you can do to get people uh, told about it. So we don't have a whole lot of uh, assets yet, like the logo and everything like that, but we have our plan. We have um, uh, a schedule. Rules. It's going to start uh, It's going to start July 17th, and it's going to go through July 19th. It's going to start every day at 10 a.m. till Eastern Standard. Eastern Standard Time until 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Um, and we're going to have panels. We're going to have uh, games exhibited, just like a, a regular convention that you would go to physically. Except this one, you don't have to leave your house. You go, and it's free. It's it's free. Hitbox totally free. Hitbox TV slash Justina. Right for those of you listening live, it's going to be right here. Um, there's a lot of work that has to go into it, but you know, just keep following us on Twitter and Facebook, and you'll see plenty of updates as we go through that. Nate and Jeff have agreed to to do a panel. We also um, uh, some confirmations that we've got from uh tim donnelly is going to do a panel donnelly time foundation donnelly time foundation of boss 101 and um why can't uh jay tholen did we uh, really hear back from jay yep he's doing yes. it jay tholen from dropsy the clown will be doing a panel those are confirmations and we but mind you we only started thinking about this about a week ago we haven't really reached out to too many people yet because we want to get um the logo and some things set up before we really really make a push but we're officially announcing it right now. Oh, Get excited. And, and make sure that if you and we are working on the, the back end for all of this. But if you would like to volunteer uh, for uh, Indie Revolution Expo uh, currently, did, did you set up an email for it? What's that? Uh, yeah. Did you set up? A, OK, so IRX email, at IndieGameRide.com. Yeah, so IRX at IndieGameRide.com. If you want to be a volunteer, if you want to help out uh, in the chat. Uh, we'll be we'll need moderators. We'll need people, you know, helping out in the back end. Uh, moderators are very thing, important because we yes. it needs to be heavily moderated. Uh, one of the things that happened at Indie Three uh, was, I mean, it, things happen. There should have yeah. been more moderation. Yes, just and that. and those um, those things are being addressed. We are, we are currently working on a on a really good set of convention rules to make sure that everybody is happy, safe, having a good time. 
uh, and not being exploitive to anybody in the chat or anybody on the screen because we just want, you know, th these conventions are for everybody. If you are a gamer, if you like indie games or you just want to check out indie games uh, for a weekend and see if you like them, if you haven't really jumped into it, this would be the perfect opportunity and we want everybody to feel welcome we're, regardless. We're incredible. Yeah, this is going to be very inclusive, but we're yes. incredibly excited about this. Um, yeah, it's, it's, I'm super We're excited. hoping that, that, I mean, thousands of people within four days showed up to uh, Indie 3, so we're hoping this is going to be even bigger and better. Uh, Hashtag... And just, carry on hashtag, that hash, hashtag crash hitbox there you go <laughs> um now you know what else we're excited excited for we so. are very excited for and i'm personally also very excited uh for an awesome interview with nate and jeff Woo! of their uh respective uh companies being geek yeah. monster games geek monster games and Luna Luna Studios. Studios. yeah wait, uh, wait so do your research tech no, I, I couldn't remember it. I, I could see the thing, but I was like... He was letting so, us speak. Yeah, <laughs> there we go. We're not in time um, out anymore. So <laughs> why don't you guys... I don't care who goes first. You can fight amongst yourselves. Uh, tell All us right. about um, your own studios and the stuff that you guys have been doing together. Okay, I guess to start off, uh, one of our first collaborations was um, when we decided to do a game jam together. So yeah, right. you you actually have it up on the stream right now. Yeah, I was gonna say crawler right there. Yeah. Let's start off. Let's start off with Fungin Crawler. Like, tell us what. First of all, explain what the whole uh, game jam was about, and explain um, what your inspiration was behind Fungin Crawler. So yeah, every year uh, Wilmington University does a East Coast reboot that anyone can participate in, and this was their second annual uh, one. So we had forty eight hours to make a game. And the theme this year was Oxymoron, so the entire game is based off an Oxymoron. And, yeah, yeah. Enemies are jumbo shrimp, tiny elephants, razor-sharp balloons, and then, yeah, the boss that... Uh, you can see him in the thing, so yeah, he's Pope Satan the first. He's awesome. <laughs> uh, so what, what were your roles like between the two of you uh, for the game? Um, Jeff was definitely programming lead. We, we know that much. He was locked in his code dungeon doing amazing things constantly. Uh, what did I do? Uh, you did all <laughs> the uh, creative stuff. Oh, yeah. Uh, all I, the non-numbers. <laughs> I did, like, uh, I guess kind of mechanics design, uh, art direction, and, yeah, other Let's stuff. Let's just put him at project manager and creative lead. <laughs> uh, we, had yeah. six, we, we had six people total, so we have... Uh, a sound guy, 2D artist, 3D artist who was amazing, and yeah. uh, a few others. Are they officially part like of him. your studios, or are they, uh, are they just kind of guys that are helping? Um, they're just guys who are friends, and they help out on a lot of projects, actually. So I guess, I mean, we can't call them part of the studio because like, we don't have enough money to pay them out straight up. But <laughs> uh, we would love to have them as part of the studio, I guess would be a way to put it. If you had the money to, to hire yeah. them, yeah, gotcha. Yeah, and you guys won something with this right uh yeah we actually won the the game jam um yeah we took on the gold on that one which that's was awesome cool and the event was sponsored by unity which is super awesome so there were licenses available and stuff like that so that was that was really cool like the event was really well put together awesome but we also had a ridiculous amount of fun and, and, a, and a ridiculously yeah i was about to say like <laughs> i think i got three hours of sleep it was wow it was something special yeah, I was chilling it around four, but like divided up into like 
three hour and a half things and then just nodding off periodically. And we were, we were talking earlier about um, Funding Crawler. I mean, you guys obviously have Undercog and, and uh, Haberdashery going on, um, but you, you are still keeping it on the back burner, uh, possibly expanding on it to make a full game, correct? Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, the mechanic was really cool. Um, you use, you know, the sports theme of Oxymoron, you use your health as a weapon. So you actually make yourself more vulnerable the more attacking you do. Like, because uh, Legends of Zelda style heart at the top, you actually throw it out like a boomerang and it comes back. But before it comes back, you're more vulnerable because you have lower HP. Um, that's really cool, cool mechanic. That's really, that's really cool. Yeah, it's a really cool mechanic, and I'd like to see it develop further, and I'd like to see like play, uh, power-up interactions and maybe some puzzle elements. And Also, yeah. it's just really fun Terrifying to make with that tiny elephants. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> The tiny elephants are like if you look at like the full resolution ones and like actually can pan the camera around and see the light on them, they're super scary. They actually uh, <laughs> they remind me of the, like back in like the old uh, Warner Brothers Looney Tunes days, the old cartoons where you know they would like have someone drunk and the pink elephants would start coming out. Oh, I yeah. remember they kind of freaked okay. me out when I was younger seeing those cra- <laughs> those elephants. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, but that, that is a really cool mechanic. I, at first, I actually thought it was going to be like incredibly hard. Like I thought I didn't know the heart. Um, I didn't know the heart was going to come right back to me. So I was like, "Oh my god, I have to catch this heart." I'm trying to like <laughs> avoid enemies and still <laughs> still <laughs> still catch the heart at the same time. And Given I was like, days. "That would have been that would have been a really challenging game." Maybe you can put that in like a hard mode. Yeah, that, yeah, that's like it's like the new game <laughs> yeah. plus. Yeah, there you go. Set up yeah. a power up. It's just like unpower up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we have a tendency to uh, harm our or make things worse for our players. Yeah, yeah well, every, every like, power up is bad. <laughs> that's been a huge thing with Haberdashery. We were like, are we being mean right now? Because it's really funny. But... <laughs> <laughs> no, but like, that's this... but like that's what that's what comedy is supposed to be. Like comedy is supposed to like poke at the thing that nobody wants to talk about and make people laugh about it. And like that's the best thing about having things be fun. Yeah, in like, my uh, opinion. Yeah, that, I guess, yeah, I'll, sh- I'll segue sort of to Haberdashery now, which is the major collective project between the two of us. Uh, it's up on Newgrounds, and that game is just all comedy. Like, <laughs> there's not a serious thing in it, It's but, except for gameplay. Like, they're Except 50. for the high score, it's pretty serious. Uh, it's pretty legit. Yeah, we measure the points in superiority, so you can directly say how much better you are than your friends. <laughs> which, which is what a lot of people love. And how many how many hats are in haberdashery? Uh, right now or ultimately? Uh, right now and then ultimately. Currently, we have seventeen. Um, we're gonna probably put about three more into the game and then start making it safe so to unlock hats. So the next twenty or so we put in, you, we're not just gonna give them. To you. you have to like do achievements, do things to unlock them, things okay. like that. I'm actually uh, I wasn't able to find actual gameplay footage of haberdashery, so I'm trying to find the the image I've, i found an image so uh bear with me as i as i put that up there um haberdashery is you, you play as a sheep <laughs> on, I a, just, on a on a sphere it, it's <laughs> i think i think that shows even more so like the creativity of a fungin crawler um I'm, you know is is one of the cornerstones of any games but i think haberdashery's weirdness yeah i guess is uh, a good word for that it is, but it's is is, but it, is the other not, cornerstone of it. Yeah, but it, but it, it's it's weird, but it's not so it's not like 
what some people would consider like indie game weird <laughs> like on the spectrum of a lot of the indie games that we may have seen like it, it's it's sort of you know off to the weird side of things but you know it's still like really approachable and it's still really fun right. so yeah, that's the goal with it, is we wanted to stay approachable because we ultimately the ultimate goal is to get it all on mobile and with that like ios and android you, you have to stay like within the you know borders yeah. of not totally unreal or Although ridiculous. we're pressing our face right up against the edge of that border as much as yeah. we can. Yeah, we're, 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 <laughs> like, we're trying to toe the line as, as best yeah. as possible. You started with you started with a thin line, and then you just put like a, a blur effect on it, and are just trying to push it as <laughs> far as like, possible. Shuffling up on it. <laughs> yeah. uh, and you mentioned haberdashery is uh, uh, was hand drawn, correct? Uh, yeah. Um, actually, one of the things that like sort of came over from Undercog to like my collaboration with Luna Wolf is uh, pen and ink illustration. I really like it. I think that it demonstrates like you know the artist as much as the form. So I think that it's going to be really really cool for haberdashery. I mean, I've got because uh, there's little tiny callouts for extra punchlines and stuff in the game, and I've got like. 50-something drawings and lettering. And... That are upside down every single time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, there, there we go. That's the raptor. That's one of those, those start unlock hats. And... and if you haven't, and if, and if anybody hasn't seen uh, Nate's art, it's, it's fucking amazing. You have a background in, in uh, tattoo design, correct? Yeah, that was, yeah, I was a tattoo artist for a number of years, and then, um, then I went to graphic design, and then I decided I didn't myself enough fan graphic design so I wanted to make video games. Um, yeah. Oh, here we go. Here's some adorable sheep heads. Oh, uh, I want the. Do you, do you have a drawing of the Gimp mask by any chance? Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's to, one I want to. See. He has to flip through like like 49 other pages. To make sure that, <laughs> um, um, yeah. The Gimp mask might be a little creepier than I intended. Oh but I'm not doing it again. So. Oh, nightmares. There you go. The gimp mask model, when you actually like rotate it in space, is super creepy. And <laughs> not changing it. Perfect. So, uh, is Haber- <laughs> is haberdashery uh, another title that you're playing on fleshing out more? You know, to to put it past the, like a free online game. It is on Newgrounds, by the way. Anyone uh, meant to With put three new hats for this show this week? Meant to put a links out for these things. With three three new hats, so you are actually putting it out. Oh yeah, we uh, we did three hats. When was the last? So if we're hitting about three more hats like every week, which is pretty good. Uh, hopefully, we can get a few more in there. So um, continuously that's, updating. That, that's a that's a pretty fast production cycle right there. Like, yeah, that, that that's a lot of replayability. Um, <laughs> well, yeah, obviously. <laughs> or one of us will die. You know? <laughs> <laughs> one of the other, it'll happen. Die. Die, uh, it's like die this week, local lo- local independent game, game programmer Nate Flynn dies of of uh, awesome. Of doing of yeah, dies of awesome after trying to update his game far too much. <laughs> well, I'll tell you exactly what happens. All right, I'll like I'll be working on like one part of the game. I'll be like, oh, I have like this one asset to get done, and then Jeff will be like, Hey, I have this idea. And then four o'clock in the morning rolls around, and we've got three new hats. <laughs> and Jeff has created like a whole another game mode. That... <laughs> that, that, but but the great the great part is that usually you know you, you have a you have a studio and that happens, and then the game never never gets released. I but really you... think <laughs> I really think uh, that after Undercog is finished and. You guys are both like okay, ready for your next project. I think haberdashery. I can already see like the the fun that you're having with it and the passion 
uh, behind it. I really think even not, not to say I don't want Fungi Crawler fleshed up. I, I think I'm more excited for Haberdashery to be more fleshed out <laughs> just because uh, well, I actually is going to be like when it gets its release, it's going to be somewhere like including the unlockables. We're thinking 42 for release. Yeah, and, uh, 40, 42 hats, different arcade modes that you can go in where just the like, same hat comes up sometimes, things like that. Uh, that's going to yeah. be pretty good. It's going to be really expandable, and um, it's uh, that's that's the other thing. Like, there's nothing to say we ever have to stop updating Haberdashery. Yeah, exactly. like, once it's yeah. out, we can just pump stuff out. Hat like, packs for days. Yeah. <laughs> Free, or, uh, let me ask you, It's you can answer either way, so don't be afraid, but... Uh, free updates or are you going to put out like dlc because i because i'm noticing there's a little bit of a trend going on um not saying i'm not saying it's wrong or right but like uh what is it Speedrunners is putting out like character packs um that people are actually paying for all right like microtransactions and things like that are definitely a subject of like touchy debate among a lot of people um to be honest it's probably more a matter of what's right for the game. Um, we're, if people are playing a lot and really enjoying the game, that's going to keep us motivated. Like mm-hmm. so, And if free content keeps people playing the game, we'll go that route. Right. Okay. It's because you but, genuinely care about the game and the audience, and, and you're not just in it for a quick buck. Well, Which I is want, obvious, I, but... Yeah, well, I mean, realistically, I want people to laugh and swear about our game as much as possible. <laughs> Perfect. Which is definitely yes. possible with the Dora. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Which is the first hat I ever picked up, and I, it was fucking perfect. <laughs> uh, dude, you got that right out of the gate. I, yeah, it was the first one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you, you have That's yet depressing. to begin to get reasons yeah. to swear at <laughs> yeah. the game. Um, actually, one of the other guys at Lunar Wolf, he's part of my reason to swear at the game, Sam. He's way, way better than I am at the game. Like I'm like, I'm just making assets, and he's like, I'm playing it. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's the thing. The biggest issue is the programmer for that game is it's always in front of me, and then I can't stop playing. <laughs> and we're like, "Hey, Jeff, what are you doing?" He's like, "Testing." <laughs> Testing. <laughs> yeah, that game. Uh, the gameplay on it is especially like as it gets flushed out and it gets more um, more hats. It's the the randomization of it and like the definite like the blind grab is like no I'm I'm going to play more you don't beat me game I beat you <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so uh. Uh, moving on from haberdashery to a um, somewhat like somewhat indie game riot exclusive ish content uh, so Nate two 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 days ago you sent <laughs> out an email for with the uh, special indie game riot under cog pre-alpha demo that you were working on (laughs) yeah actually uh i just sort of bounced it off you guys on twitter that uh i was gonna be like i was like hey we haven't done a show yet what the shit Um, (laughs) (laughs) we we should do that um and then i decided that it's not good enough to just show what i've been working on i need to add a new feature so there's actually a radar and wayfinding system that's in progress the first time it's going to be seen is here i don't know if we have screenshots or anything like that but i got thinking about that system because i was thinking about a lot of the struggles players were having at magfest the last time i saw you guys and i was like oh, yeah. i'm just gonna build a wayfinding system i'm gonna fix the biggest problem players had the last time i saw this so i did this build did you guys and- actually 
let, you see the let star me... screen for the demo yet? Yeah, I, I played through the whole thing, and, oh, awesome. and I I was so bad at it. It, it was a little clunky <laughs> at, at at Magfest. I was really bad at Magfest, and. Well, Magfest have... was basically a tech demo. Yes, exactly. Uh, that was barely a tech demo. Yeah. <laughs> if you compare the, the scale of uh, what I've done now, like even in the, just the animation controller, the, I think my animation controller is bigger than the game was at Magfest. <laughs> well, let, let me say this. The second I started playing it, I was like, this, this just controls so much better. And I was like attacking, and it just felt so much more natural and, and fun. And then I learned that strafing makes you shoot sideways at twice the speed of your moving forward. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Which is... Uh, yeah, um, I, I actually, strafing was supposed to be shut off for the demo. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know if it's because I was using a keyboard or... <laughs> uh, no, strafing was supposed to be turned off. So the values are set to values for the, scale, the game at a different scale. Um, okay, <laughs> but, but to be fair, that the strafing is the only reason I was able to win because you know you can you can hit I think it's F to yeah to repair to recharge cycle. your health yeah to repair yourself uh, and then you can switch between the two different attacks your two big attacks which is a sort of a in front of you damage attack and then a all around you like you punch the ground and everyone gets blown back and then you have your standard punch and you can hold it back and then throw the punch which. Was that really one's going to have a slide forward. So What's it's going to be that, the, that one, by the time we get to too many games, is going to have a slide forward. So it'll oh, actually that's, be a, oh, it'll be okay, a crowd cool. charge. All right. Awesome. Um, yeah, that's sort of the, the balance for that one. Um, it does do more damage the more you charge, that kind of thing. But you're but, also uh, stuck <laughs> for a little yeah. bit. Um, yeah, the wind up. Uh, I love Three Stooges. I couldn't resist. <laughs> that um, was, uh, yeah, that is really yeah. cool. <laughs> and, and then the only, the only thing that, that sort of caught my eyes, I just I cranked the. I cranked the, the 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 quality up to it as high as it goes. I, I there was some like cute thing that you that you wrote there that was great, um, but the um, the 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 tutorial text is so big. <laughs> yeah, that's actually going away. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, the tutorial. I know you had voice voice acting in the Magfest demo. Yeah, that's actually going to come back. Uh, okay. And, cool. And then um, the tutorial that you see is for a different scale. Um, the, where the radar screen is is going to be the mission system, which will okay. be active by too many games. Awesome, yeah, buddy. Radar screen. Yeah, yeah th there was. Radar... Go ahead. Sorry. Oh yeah, it it definitely. Although there are some things I'm leaving in there that are huge and obvious, like the big pink arrow for the fix, because you have to do it a lot, like to repair the suit. Like yeah. that's like a balance your repairs against getting damaged thing. Yeah. Mm. And a lot of people, the first time they play through the demo, like forget it's there, so it's yep. going to be. Very, very obvious, and I added an audible for it. And yeah, and the first time I heard that, I was just like, "What was that?" And then I, oh, it was like, "Oh, I should hit repair because I need it." And then I heard the ding, and I'm like, "Oh, that's the repair." So, so let me, let me, uh, <laughs> let me ask you. Like, I know um, we're talking to Danny Garfield uh, from Weaponographist about like showing off the games at conventions. Um, this goes for you too, Jeff. Uh, like when you're when you're showing off games at conventions, like what is your what is your style? Are you like the Helicopter devs just like over the shoulders, just like writing notes down. Like, or do you, no, no, do you're you wait for someone wrong. to give you feedback, or you know, what's like your main way of uh, getting, you know, uh, getting feedback for the game? Uh, basically, what you said, uh, just stand over the player, or just tell them how to play, see their reaction. It's do it fun. right. It's always fun <laughs> to watch. Exactly, it's always fun to hand them the uh, tablet or 
controller or something and watch them play and see like what they try to do and then you're like that's not right and then you're like, well, <laughs> now I got to go back in the tutorial and be that's like cool. okay this is what you do that's actually yeah. what happened that's actually what happened to me playing Earth Knight at Magfest and then yeah. and then and then I played it again at Indicate East and they did the same thing like you suck at this game man yeah. and oh, then, that game's hard <laughs> or maybe uh, it's really easy or bad First time I sat down and played his game. It's a really, really cool game. It's a bullet hell, but it like you save animals. Uh-huh. I murdered every animal. I was just like, yep. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, and like I, I felt bad. He was like, well, that's that's not how it's done. And I was like, the little cat's heads fall off. It's hilarious. He was one of my favorite. Uh, he was definitely up there, like on my favorite devs at uh, Magfest, because he was just like, no. <laughs> that's like uh, the opposite of what you're supposed it's to a, do. It's yeah. The same thing, same thing, kind of happened to me when I played uh, when I streamed during our anniversary episode. I streamed, um, uh, what was it, Solarix, uh, and <laughs> you were the whole time Mark Gregory was like, I was like, uh, yeah, you're not, you're not very good at this. And I think, and he mentioned too, and I think this is true for a lot of devs that uh, you kind of learn the different kind of gamers who are going to play yeah. your game like how they, how they approach everything and how they react to everything and there's different skill levels it's just kind of interesting because you're used to you playing it you know and testing yeah. it and you know like, you know how to do it and actually yeah. that was one of the biggest resolutions for undercog is spamming like i am not a spammer i'm like a timer like i want everything to be like precision timed how i play mm. and accounting for players that just spam the button and see what happens is, yeah. was like well, yeah I think yeah. that the the between the build at Magfest and the build that you sent us, I started out like the first thing I did was I remembered you saying that from the thing, and I and I was just like, all right, I'm here, spam, 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 and it just felt sort of natural. <laughs> I was like, all right, I got that out of my system, <laughs> and then I go in and like the the way that all the the enemies move and and your movement. At least for me, I, I got used to that. I was like, "All right, now I need to do this attack here and that attack." Well, I think, here. and that's probably one one area where a lot of devs kind of fall short when it comes to uh, making a game. I mean, you obviously make the game for you, but if you're going to release it, you should make a game for your audience as well. So, if you want, you know, either you got to do one of two things, and in, in my opinion, anyway, is that either you have to make it accessible or playable for both button mashers and the people like you who time it. Or you have to develop a game that's going to encourage people yeah. to do it the way that you want to, um, and that and that's totally what right. what just happened. Yeah, like my thought, like at first, like when I was first developing before I went to Magfest, was reward timing, punish spamming, like really, really polar. And now I've sort of taken it to a, actually that cuts a lot of the fun out for a lot of people. So I was like, uh, all right, reward timing, so that you're going to land more attacks and you're going to hit better groups, and accommodate spamming right <laughs> which i think like you did a, I, I think you did a really solid job on that by awesome, the way like it, it and because i'm usually the the kind of i love i like i like shmups so spamming is one of those things where it's just <laughs> like well it's the game and uh no I, I think it i think it really turned out really really good can you beat that final nah. thing nah. i mean that's what i thought i was like <laughs> um, i was when like when the narration <laughs> tracks are back it will actually make fun of the the suit is in development. Like I'm sort of making fun of my own demo because you're not ready for it. And realistically, that's not me saying the player isn't ready. That's me saying I haven't written the boss yet. Okay, <laughs> it's like Back it's not your up, fault. Man. Trust me. Uh, so one thing that we ask everyone who we interview on the show, um, uh, so question to both of you, is as far as the indie game community goes, 
or your experience within the indie game community, like what has been your absolute best experience while being a part of this community? It's a really good question. Um, uh, let's see. I I don't know. Just having people play your games is always just an awesome experience in general. Like no matter if they like it or don't like it, I always enjoy different people's opinions on just whatever. Just game, playing them in general, just on new grounds or at conventions, it's always just great to know that people are enjoying it or even if they're hating it, whatever. <laughs> they're playing I like it. when they're hating it for the right reason. That's actually kind of really awesome for me. Yeah. Um, like it's for instance, like or they're oh, just hating it because so, they suck. No, oh, this, this, this is so frustrating. I was like, I know we worked hard to make it like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be um, bored if it were easy. <laughs> yeah, to answer the question for me, all of it. <laughs> Literally all of it. I did a game jam. I was, that was my, this was my uh, first game jam uh, with this group, and uh, it was super hard. It was Amazing. super stressful, and I never felt more like fulfilled in such a compact space. Do, like, do you want to tip on that? Never change that perspective on jams at all? Or else you will get complacent, and you will not do as well. Uh, we're here to rage. Like as soon as we can get time, we are rocking another jam, and we're gonna do it like we're gonna have an aneurysm at the end. Um, yeah, but like all the also, game jams. Yeah, dude. We like to be honest. Like if like everyone's like, well, what would you do if you had a million dollars? I'm just like, I'd do game jams for a year. Well, it's the same thing. You know, it's the same thing with same thing with Notch. That's that's basically what he's yeah, doing. Exactly. You know, he sold yeah. Minecraft billions of dollars, and now he's uh you know what? I'm gonna make games games for game jams because fuck yeah. you. Yeah, um, like I, I, we'd get a tour bus. It'd be dope. Yeah, actually, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, just go around the country. It's like we're like, we're doing so, game jams. And so, I mean, are you uh, for for future game jams? Um, I'm assuming you and Jeff are uh, both of you guys are gonna work together again for you know. F- oh yeah. For the Most foreseeable likely. future, are you? <laughs> yeah. f- I know some game jams too. You end up. Are, are you planning on keeping the same team every single time? Are you going to find new people uh, sometimes? Or depends who's available. Like, um, I was extremely happy with our team. Like everyone on our team. Like there was no one was like bickering. No one was anything. It was just like everyone feeding off everyone. And just, what's I my task? Like, I'm going to go do it. Yeah. yeah, like I did uh, a lot of like sort of like debug and a lot of sort of just this is what we're going to do like project management type stuff on that one which is not the role I saw myself in at all like I was like I just, I'll, I'll do whatever and that worked out really well because it was really agreeable it wasn't like one like person like lording it over it was like hey what do you think what do you think and, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah so I actually felt like a lot of like growth there but I mean yeah we'd be down to dude, we'll do game jams whatever whoever yeah. whatever <laughs> you guys want to do one right now we're actually, uh, well, actually, I mean, this, this has been a plan for, you know, some time. It's not, like, an official thing yet, but we have eventually uh, wanted to do a, an indie game ride game jam, so we'll invite you guys uh, if we get that going. So uh, we, we, we will show up in full force. Absolutely. Yeah, and we'll, and we'll probably have to outsource the judging because that would be, like, yeah. really unfair. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, um, oh, well. No, we'll figure it out. But anyway, I mean, there's that's... plenty of people around. Just like uh, hit up your uh, hit up your local IGDA chapter and just be like, "Hey, come judge this thing." I think I feel, like, I feel like that local chapter is up in Philly for me. Yeah, I was gonna uh, say I think Philly's like the closest one. Well, <laughs> one yeah. in Jersey, one in Baltimore. Oh, Baltimore then. Baltimore yeah, and yeah. Philly are like the same distance. Uh, I think Baltimore Philly might have a little bias. Uh, Jeremy of Luna Wolf Studios is on there. 
thing. Oh. <laughs> um, but yeah, that, so Look, I mean, that's, know that's, a lot of people. That's that's plans <laughs> yeah. for the future. But yeah, so definitely. one last thing before we wrap this up, um, as far as Luna Wolf Studios goes, as far as um, why can I never remember yeah, the actual see, name huh, of your? Huh, it's really hard to remember, Josh. Isn't it's it? It's your fault. I blame you. <laughs> Uh, but anyway, as far as like all the context, games. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like an asshole. Next time. Yeah, I feel like an <laughs> asshole. Now. Um, so anyway, but as far as like as far as uh, any kind of contact information, Twitter, or Facebook, websites um, for any of the games or the studios themselves, uh, what do you want people to know? Like your last words. Where can on, people on, find you? Uh, actually, we have a newsletter. If you guys want to sign up, uh, totally do that. So then when you see or like we'll send out mass emails about haberdashery updates on undercog things like that where we're going to be when we're going to be there conventions um i'll post the link actually right now and pictures i took of jeff and yeah Howard. and then you can always uh nice those of you of there. the uh of the uh viewing persuasion uh you can see their respective twitters under their faces yep. uh wherever that Follow is us on twitter uh we're on facebook too um Luna Wolf studio i think studios was taken so i just Got rid of the S. Who? The things that you have to do for social media. It's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah but you know and, what? Uh, oh, sorry. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, I was just going to do my spiel, but. You no, good. Yeah, go uh, ahead. Yeah, uh, basically, I'm just on two things right now. Uh, I'm not doing Facebook because I. Ugh, too much Facebook. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I'm, I'm trying to get better about that. Um, undercog.com. I didn't put the welcome to on. It's just undercog.com. And then uh, undercog game, game dev on Twitter is actually where I put out the most information because I can do it really quickly because I'm super busy. Yeah, definitely understand yeah. it, actually. It's yeah, just too many damn social networks. <laughs> I kind of wanted to bounce this idea off you guys. Um, the panel for the yes. thing. Maybe we should let people decide what they want us to talk about because we've had like this Newgrounds experience, we've had this Game Jam, game jam experience, we've had our individual experiences as developers. I can't really put more importance on one thing or the other. Like, If your viewers want to do a poll, I'll put one up on oh, my Oh, that'd site. be a really good idea. Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, tell us what to talk about because we don't know. Yeah, <laughs> we could, yeah, we could do that. We'll, uh, we'll talk about that more in, in between uh, when we take the break there. Yeah. But yeah, uh, so just more hype for Indie Revolution Expo. Indie yeah. Revolution Expo. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah oh, have input for Indies. Yeah, exactly. About what you think. <laughs> Go, uh, you know and what I'll we should do? I'll probably implement it right after you say it. Like, yeah, exactly. Idea, like. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you know what we should do, speaking of uh, kind of getting pumped up for things? Is uh, starting a riot. Starting a riot. Huh? And this week on Starting the Riot, we have a game called... Colat, which is hard to, to read and then process in your brain. I, we have that problem every now and then. But this game, if you want to be scared in a different way, we talk about all those games uh, like Hector and there was another one, Outlast. I don't know if we talked about Outlast. It was early on. We didn't uh, actually talk it on the show because, I mean, that was like before the show was a thing. Right. But the, uh, I, see, you're, you're, bringing up, is, you're bringing up games, though. I'm not. No, but here's the thing. I'm bringing up games that. You, when you hear indie horror game, you think of the amnesia style. You're in a hallway, right. and there are monsters around. This game is not that. It is it is a an exploration horror game where you slowly have to uncover this incident that happened 
uh, and the the horrors around it, and the oh, it's <laughs> at atmospheric horror, very much so. Mm. Atmospheric and, and exploration based. It's definitely a, a narrative heavy uh, game yes. as well. Married uh, by Sean Bean. Sean Bean. How the hell did they get Sean Bean to narrate <laughs> you, you, this? You know, game? it's probably the exact same way that uh, one of the teams uh, in one of, in the um, film fest that I do every year gets Leonard Nimoy. Well, they know a guy. Not anymore. Not anymore. <laughs> Sean Bean. It's not that hard. His character dies off like forty-five minutes into everything. But funnily so, enough, yeah, in this game, available. in this game, he's already dead. Yeah, that's why they that's made not a scary. spoiler. That's just, <laughs> so, so, you so find this out. Is really, this is right. actually like you know, in the future when all of Sean Bean's characters have died. This right. is like that's not a spoiler. It's, this is like the Obi Wan Kenobi of <laughs> Sean Bean. But uh, um, this the one thing that's this uh, weird about this game because um, the the developer slash publisher of it is Imagine Pro, and I don't really quite know what they are as a company. And I reached yeah. out to them exactly like what I mean. According to the information I'm finding, they are the actual developer of this game, and they developed this game. Period. But when you go to their website, it's like they they publish, they develop, and they advise. Yeah, I don't I really like, know. I feel it's like weird. I feel like we've we've seen these guys before. Something very similar. It's a it's a um, weird it's a weird company, but I mean, it's still indie is indie, so. Um, yes. it, it was. It is a small team that worked on this. That's one thing that you would consider yeah. indie. Um, and just some information on it is currently, it's currently at the time of recording, it's seventeen seventeen ninety nine because of uh, it's on sale. sale, but uh, it is normally nineteen ninety nine, um, and it, it's 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 only for Windows, by the way. Yeah. Um, oh well. But this game Rev isn't here to bitch about it. <laughs> yeah, really. There's there's something about. Anytime, like no matter what, I am always really impressed when a game, when they can bring on someone who who knows how to render graphics yeah. like this. Yeah, I mean, you don't. It's hard to find you that know, in indie games the, the, for multiple the craziest reasons. Thing, like what I was gonna say, like even about the price, like for twenty bucks, just as like a a cool looking like graphical sandbox. It's not a sandbox, but like just just looking at this game, twenty bucks. An adventure in a in a, in a horror environment like Sean this, Bean it's like all, whispering sweet yeah, nothing's exactly. in your ear, and it's like and it's snowy and it's dark and the 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 lighting engine that they're using and everything just the 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 design of this game really lends to like now, just the depth. Well, actually, one thing that I noticed just looking at like the videos and like the trailer stuff that they have up is it's got a really broad spectrum of lighting situations yeah, for exactly. a horror game. Mm-hmm. Like, horrors all have that same, like, amber flicker, amber flicker, right. and then, you know, maybe, like, green tint through amber flicker, and then you're just, it's the same lighting environments all the way through. This one actually has, like, a really wide variety of them. Yeah, and it makes you really, it, it, it really immerses you, because if you've ever been, you know, outside in a wooded area when there's like snow and there's, you know, dense clouds and it's kind of cold and you're just looking around like this really feels like that. This <laughs> you mean, yeah, mentioning the immersion in this game. That yeah. is one thing that this game, if there is one thing in this game that they do well, it is immersion, which is I mean, not with the only the, thing that you well. It's they not do a lot of things. Well, <laughs> with the audio, the the uh, the graphics and the ambience in the game, um, it's really impressive. Um, 
as I say that, there's some sort of graphical glitch in the gameplay that I'm watching. <laughs> but, it happens uh, to the best of us. Yeah, but but it's it's it is super immersive. If you if you sit in a dark room and crank it up and you get sucked into the story and you read yeah. through the the backstory as you pick up like those journal entries and things like that that you pick up throughout the game. And by the way, this horror story is a true story. Uh, that happened in Russia. This is this is a true story that they're making this game from. Um, so, which makes it even creepier. Yeah. <laughs> uh, essentially, what happened is there was a, I think, a research team of some sort that went to the Russian like Siberian wilderness, and they disappeared for a long time. And they went out and searched for them. They found the bodies, but they couldn't tell why they died. Like there is like you could see like some of their their heads were bashed in, but there was no sign of struggle. Um, things like that. It was just a really weird circumstances, um, which is what this whole game is based off of. Yeah. Some some gripes. Just a couple of gripes I had about the game. Um, one is there there are moments in the game where you die because, or at least die. You know, it's it's it seems like you, you it doesn't hold your hand at all. You just kind of like you're like, for instance, the first death. I, I'm trying not to spoil it here. Something happens in the sp- in, for the first death, or I should say death, but the first event where you could possibly die. Uh, and you don't know that it's a dangerous thing. You're just like, what's happening? Um, yeah. Well, but so, I feel like... I feel like I feel like you should always have a like chance. That, I feel like that's a design choice, though, because yeah. Well, I mean, it was. It's not like that big a deal because it's not like you had to set yeah. back the whole way. But, but it is frustrating. I feel like you should always have a chance to like survive the first time, at least a chance. Yeah. But um, maybe th- maybe that's sort of like part of the part of the the horror of it is, you know, we're humans and we we are you know we Curious. are to our knowledge like the smartest beings we know it's like you know we we make computers we're talking to each other over you know hundreds of miles of wire basically mm-hmm. and then you know you look at something and you're like oh that's cool and then bam you're dead and like that that goes like a lot to show i don't, I don't think i'm reaching very far but it like shows the the sort of like human condition especially it's, in those like situations where it's, it's just like, a nitpicky thing that, yeah that and yeah. i've seen that in other in other games it's kind of like really you know when when it happens um but that is a decent balance question like games are very very much have a strong leaning towards empowering the player yeah like um you know by the end of you know your standard you know game you're significantly stronger better at everything than you were right. like definitely the victimhood and things like that where you have the perception like maybe like to ease more towards like you know so it isn't just this i'm dead i have yeah. no control you need to feel weak at a point like that would be a really neat yeah. thing for a game to start exploring is mm-hmm. like the idea that it's sometimes you're weak and it's sometimes you're strong and maybe you don't have control over when that time is but you have control over a little bit. Like when you're weak, you have to. Well, that's kind of what it's a little bit what amnesia did with, uh, you know, being first of all another way to defend yourself, and second of all, like when you start going crazy in the dark. But the dark it has to be you have to be in the dark to hide. But yeah, um, and I, I think, think that I think that it, it helped with I think the, it this feed that that sort of like what I was getting at sort of helps with the environment because when you're out in the wilderness. And I've—I don't think I've ever been that remote. <laughs> uh, as I was in a hotel without room service once. It was terrible. <laughs> yeah. oh, and you know, it, no it really—it um, it makes you sort of. Th- there's so much immersion in this game where you know everything looks so, like obviously it's computer 
computer generated, but you know, everything looks very real. It's very immersive. And then the, the sort of helplessness that you have in some cases could, you know, help make it seem like, you know, you're helpless and the situation is a lot worse than you think. But right. And, it, uh, but, and I think that the whole, the whole thing is also very uh, genre based too. Yeah. Because, you know, in a horror game, something like that happening, it's it's kind of feels in tune with the genre, the horror genre, that you're helpless and everything like that. I've seen that happen in, like, something like a platformer. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and you're yeah. just like, really? I just want to get through, you know, then it becomes a yeah. rage game. Exactly. But uh, the, other, the other gripe I had was, um, and maybe it's just, maybe I'm just stupid, but was, it's, I found it very hard to um, navigate. Uh like just like outside it's just because i mean you get a compass and a map but you're like trying to figure out it was very hard to um it was very hard to what's the word for for reading maps what uh, am i trying to think of here you're talking about i i you know what i'm talking about i've taken classes in this (laughs) (laughs) but anyway it's it 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 seems pretty difficult to like figure out where you're at and where you need to go um so you you do end up wandering a little bit it would be a lot easier if you had a physical compass and a physical map. Well, cartography is but, making maps. Yeah, it would be. Uh, There's a word the, for the like stuff, the, the stuff that they maps. teach. It, no, it's the stuff that they teach you in the military where uh, pathfinding. Close enough. So anyway, but you get what I'm saying. That's the point. Um, th- that was pretty difficult, but it could just be me. I don't know. Maybe yeah. I'm just bad at that. So. Um, and again, it is originally a Russian thing, but they have everything in English. As yeah. I just noticed on the Sean Bean, there. you know, <laughs> uh, Sean Bean is uh, Sean Bean he speaks Russian. Yeah, he says he's <laughs> no, he's as English as you can get. So yeah, uh, maybe maybe the only person more English than him was uh, yep. is uh, Hugh Laurie. They also they also have a have Polish full audio, as well, English and Polish. Hmm. But it's not Sean Bean. So. No, I don't. It's <laughs> funny enough, they don't have full audio in Russian. So interesting. <laughs> Um, yeah, but uh, definitely check this out if you're looking for a different kind of horror game. This is it's an experience. Definitely, it, it is a it is an experience to, to say the least. Uh, you can pick it up for a uh, regular price, twenty dollars on Steam. You can also get the uh, original soundtrack for five dollars if you are so inclined to support the creators that way. Music is excellent. Yes, it got a. I mean, no one cares about Metacritic, but it got a sixty-two. I don't know if that's right, but. <laughs> That's that's pretty harsh. I think that's I think it's probably the same people that uh, you know, like me. I, I I'm more forgiving of that. I understand that it's most likely me. I think there are people that are like I can't be I'm bad at it's, this. It's game. all the pe- it's you all know. the people who are too self important. Just like this game was not made for me. Zero. Yeah. <laughs> right. So but anyway, yeah. uh, you know what is made for us? Oh. Oh, you, well, you that, that's it? a little that's a little dirty. I don't know. It's not, it's not dirty. It's a peep show. Tits. Please give all your attention to early access. This week on Peep Show, we have a Kickstarter who ha- that has five days left, but is nearly almost funded. Uh, they're they're very very close, and we're hoping that we can help get them there. The game is called Shit Perception. Perce- Percep- you, not you shit me- perception. No, not shit perception. perception. <laughs> not shit perception. I'm copywriting that name right away. There you go. Not <laughs> shit. Perce- 
everything is 2D, but it's actually 3D space. Um, anyway, it's, it's called Perception. You had me confused because you mentioned Contrast before I started that segment. And there's a oh, game yeah. called Contrast. It kind of has the same. <laughs> anyway, uh, the game is about a blind. It's a horror adventure uh, about a blind woman. Um Making her way, she kind of uses this echolocation that Nate brought up before the segment. Um, that's in the style of like the original Daredevil movie. You were mentioning yeah. too, as an artist, that you would have probably gone with a different color rather than a bluish white. Yeah, I just like you know if they're gonna go with horror and they're gonna go with like you know those really nice shapes that they have in those that kind of Victorian house. Like uh, you were saying, like a red environment, like really elevate it or maybe change it as the gameplay changes. Well, I, I think though I can, I can see the, why they went with that because it's sort of like when I get see, I never, I never did. I don't know anything daredevil at all. Yeah. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> but, but it looks, it looks sort of like ghost like, so so it's like, you know, just the remnants and, and trying to hold on to, like, anything that you could possibly grab out of thin air being blind. Like, I I can see it. But, I can see the design uh, direction. Like, they have that, like, little, like, jumpy movement and, like, that, and, like, that really, like, sharp contrast. It's oh, not yeah. that it doesn't sell mm-hmm. the aesthetic well it's or the concept well. It's just, like, ah, uh, so close to being able to be new and sort of minimalistic. Like... And, and the uh, some information on this too is that uh, first of all, let me tell you about the Kickstarter. Um, the Kickstarter they are looking for a, a pretty big sum of money, one hundred fifty thousand dollars. However, five days to go, they are at one hundred twenty three thousand eight hundred eighty six. So they're, I mean, that's still like twenty seven ish thousand to go. Twenty yeah, twenty six thousand. Um, twenty six thousand dollars to go, which that in itself is a lot, but. In, in the whole $150,000 picture, they're pretty close. And as we know, the, the final days are often uh, a lot of big things come in. And we're hoping that um, you all help this uh, get funded because it looks really cool. And it is also from developers of uh, Bioshock and Dead Space. So these are um, veteran developers, which, by the way, like, like AAA devs that come down into the indie scene um, and start their own games, I feel like when they do Kickstarters, they're always... Like when you look, like if Undercog did a Kickstarter, how much would you probably ask for it? What do you think? Uh, I am not willing to say that yet. Okay. Um, <laughs> All right. Well, oh, like I, <laughs> I am going to say that I wouldn't budget like I'm budgeting a studio. It would be right. the bare minimum amount of money I need to get out and see people and talk to them about and that's, the game, get that's, the assets I need, and like. You know, I'll find my own cups of ramen somehow. That's the that's the point I was trying to make. And Jeff, probably you would agree with that. Yeah, I was going to say that's the same with me. It's, you don't want to go too overboard because that's going to turn people off, especially if you're not well known as an indie studio. Right. Yeah. And I feel like the AAA devs, I think they're so used to these big, big budgets, you know, that they use for yeah. Bioshock and Dead Space, well, that they that they're like, that we need one hundred and fifty thousand dollars so they can continue well, living you, you comfortably. Also, you also don't you know have I mean? to consider like the the fact that these are really experienced devs and their time is worth something, especially considering that they. Well, well, I'm not okay. Like every dev, every like Tim Donnelly is an experienced dev. I don't that, think he true. would ask no, for one hundred fifty thousand no, dollars to make Boss One Hundred One. That, that's that's completely true. Um, and maybe there's a lot more to this game than we're seeing. I'm just trying to play devil's advocate here. Like, yeah, but like you know. my thought on is it all right? So you you you're making this game. You're doing right. this, and uh, it's sort of like an, an like 
the games that have come out that are someone's breakout game, they were that experience when they made that game. They were experienced enough yep. to make the game, so shouldn't everyone then that, ask for yep. $200,000 to true. make their game? No, you're right. Yep. No, you do it on the bare minimum you can, and yeah. you put and, and, everything and, you can into it. Yeah, and the argument that I, that, I, that I did make is sort of falling apart in my own mind now because, you know, now that they're on Kickstarter, you know, they're making a game themselves. If they wanted to make that kind of money making games, they'd just well, go back to... I, honestly, it was just an observation. It's, yeah. I'm not saying they should be, like, damned yeah. for asking $150,000. Oh, no, 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 I'm not... So, and, and in the grand scheme of things... Sorry, go ahead. Oh, for a game like that, 150 actually doesn't seem like too, too much. That's a very intricate and detailed game, and it yeah. looks really pretty. Well, the other and thing is... Considering like, the amount of money that, that some, like, big indie development studios have asked for significantly more emaciated games, you know, 150000 is a lot, is like so much money. The, but, the, the other thing, too, is I was going to say is that, I mean, they, they say it even in their description that offers a bold and fresh take on first-person narrative games because of the echolocation, um, mostly, I, I'm pretty yeah. sure. But the thing is, I've seen this mechanic. So I've seen it in See No Evil. I've seen it in yep. See No Evil. I've seen it in... Um, I can't think of the other names, but there's a couple other like smaller, probably like five ten dollar indie games um, that I've seen this same mechanic used, where you make a sound and it echoes, and that's how you figure out where you're going or where things are at. And then White Knight kind of even falls into that too, even yeah. though it's not echolocation, but it's still like using the light to figure, Forced, out, yeah. where you're, mm -hmm. figure out where you're going and say same kind of look. Um, so I mean, I wouldn't say that, but uh, I don't know. Anyway. Either way, it I mean, sounds like we're just tearing this game. Whole, like, there is another value, like um, uh, with uh, Mighty Number no. Nine. That game got funded ridiculous, like piles and piles, because of its fan base. And like, there is, and to a different degree, you're willing to contribute more to see people that made games you already love keep going. Like that's sort of what happened with Double Fine. Like a lot of people get these like large amount funding because they've been able to deliver in the past and people sort of want to keep, you know, they have sort of like an elevated stance of these, you know, like they have fandom. Yeah. Right. Like, I, I think that, I think that this game has a lot of potential and if well, they genuinely believe that, well, yeah, exactly. And if they genuinely okay. believe that $150,000 will unlock that p potential, uh, I say go for it. Now, I mean, and I feel bad because it, it, right off the bat, it sounds like we're trying to like tear us apart. Yeah, and that's we're, what we're doing. I'm featuring <laughs> this. Honest, like, I'm trying to, I'm trying to play both sides. Like, yeah. I'm trying to yeah. be like, yeah, we want you to actually, fund it. <laughs> I yeah. love Dead Space, so like, I'd love to see what the guys from Dead Space are up to. Yeah, so, you know, yeah, and even it, just it, from I would contribute just because of I, we're featuring it. As you know, if you if you are a long time listener of Any Game Riot, you know that the games that we feature are we always consider them good games. So yeah. you should fund this game if you're a new game if you're a new person listening to this. This is a good game. We're featuring yeah. it for a reason. Yeah, or um, the abstract concept came out of the conversation somehow. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> not specifically related to this game, but this yeah. concept. That yeah, exactly. Now it is. Um, and I mentioned, you know, it, it, it's I've seen the mechanic before, but I think they're implementing it in a way that is just really well done. I, I feel they're, like I, I feel like the implementation is in the spirit of the concept of the mechanic because the mechanic is is not necessarily like this this whole new thing i mean you know bats use it you know like it's well, nature say, it's but... not just it's not just that i mean save for you know what nate said about maybe changing the colors it's there 
it's not just a mechanic where you push a button, sound goes out, and then you see what there is. It's it's very um, alive. I mean, you see there's a GIF here of... Um, uh, you're not seeing it in the stream, but there's a GIF here uh, on the Kickstarter page of, like, wind blowing across the house. Yeah. And that's, like, you hear, like, you would imagine someone who had really good hearing like that would yeah. see, would hear the wind ricocheting or the snow ricocheting off the house, therefore creating the shape of a house. Yeah. Um, you know, did at least from you, one did side. Did you see the butterfly GIF? That I did not yet. Cool. Uh, it's oh, near the, the bottom. It's near the bottom, but you can see how, like, when all the butterflies are gathered, like, like a puff of sound, like. Oh yeah, yeah, exactly. You can sort of like figure out where everything is, and right, like yeah. like I said, like the implementation of this is is not only in in the spirit of it, but it it I think this is the full embodiment of that concept, and it it's just so cool, right? And then so, and, but the main tools that you are going to be using, um, the, the character's name is Cassie. Um, you're not going to have weapons, but it's it's very much. Um, a mind game. It's uh, you're going to be solving puzzles and, and changing things throughout the house, and it's going to unravel a mystery for you. But you have a cane, you know, the the blind person cane that they use to feel where they're going, and then um, a smartphone. So those things kind of help you progress throughout the game. Yeah. Uh, you know, other than just the 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 uh, everything around you, just kind of creating the the. Actually, the whole thing looking being at alive. the environment, I kind of wish the smartphone wasn't there. <laughs> That would be, like, yeah. I get what you're so saying. So pretty, like, and like they have all this Victorian decay and stuff like that, and I'm like, and a smartphone. Yeah, I kind of, <laughs> I, get, I get what you're saying with that. So, I mean, yeah. we really got to see what, like, what exactly, like, how it's going to be implemented. But I get yeah, what you're exactly. saying. It's kind of. Yeah, I was like, actually just combing around. I was trying to see if they have a. Do they have a demo? Uh, like, they. Because I'd love to poke around. I don't it. know if it's a public demo. You might uh, have to come down. Okay. Yeah. Um, and. Just some more information on the Kickstarter for uh, 20 bucks donated gets you a key when it comes out, estimated uh, coming out in one year, June 2016. For $35, there are 400, currently as of the recording of this video, there are 465 of these left. You can get a physical copy of the game, and it looks really cool. They have a picture of it on their really uh, on the Kickstarter game. page. Uh, you know, full graphic CD or DVD, I guess CDs don't CD-ROMs aren't on games anymore. Uh, you know, dual case, real nice looking. So if you're into that, um, there are also a lot of higher tiers that get you a lot of cool stuff if you're inclined to spend more than a general amount of money on a game. Yeah, and, the 60 buck one looks pretty cool. It looks like that's like that's some that's some well put together product packaging too. Yeah, they yeah. probably they probably have some good um, you know campaign managers uh, you know with them as well. Hence the higher higher asking. Yeah. Uh, and they and they've well, already moved the five thousand uh, dollar reward. Someone yeah. already donated five thousand dollars to this, so people um, believe in it. Yeah, and uh, the the developer company is uh, the Deep End Games. If anyone ever wants to look them up, or the just check out the link for the Kickstarter in the description of the video if you're looking at uh, the the edited version of this. Any last words on perception? Um. Uh, Loving that Amanda Gardner is wielding a sword at her wedding, apparently. That's pretty awesome. <laughs> I give her props for doing that. She's, you didn't do yeah. that at your wedding? <laughs> Isn't that like a normal, like, is that a I don't know. Thing? All right, yeah, you get to pick one of your uh, bride or groom's exes and murder them at the wedding. Like, I feel like that's pretty normal, right? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm really looking forward to seeing where this where they take this and i'm really hoping that they make the funding and that they're smart enough to not 
overstep their funding because this is a really ambitious project and I'm really against second Kickstarters. Don't just Peter on... Molyneux this. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, you know, good luck with the with the $150,000. They might even get, you know, outside, outside help from uh, other investors, but, you know, we'll wait and see. Definitely check it out. I also kind of feel like the gifts don't have the frame rate to do justice to this mechanic. Yeah. Like, because yeah, you get that so little bit of raster in there. I like. I really want to see this thing in action, like because I think it's going to be much more fluid. And like, I didn't get to see the video because it's broken. Yeah, um, it was broken. <laughs> but and like so much, I dude, I feel so much sympathy for anyone who has like any component of anything they're working on this hard like break in a public way. I've I've, I've had demos break already this year, and I'm like, oh, I feel so bad for your video. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, I want to see. It's probably this probably really pretty when it's like as fluid as it is in actual game yeah play. full screen 60 frames per second yeah much Definitely. prettier than go sports what can be shown in that format like it's limitation yeah. format all right and uh it's... you guys were talking about you know having the having the smartphone well you can play your smartphones right now and play this week's going mobile coming up next going mobile oh And this week on Going Mobile, we have a fun little game that is so... This is probably the, the prettiest game I've ever seen on a mobile device. I was going to say, say <laughs> that's, that's pushing. It is, I don't know. It's, it just looks really cool. It is it's a really, really nice game for, it, for mobile. It is called Stay Alight. Make sure that your phone has uh, an external or an internal uh, uh, SD card or you, ha you clear out a lot of the pictures like I had to do to get this game on there because it's a little bit big. Uh, but it is a arrow shooting game i guess like is that is that fair uh it's, it's a it's a trajectory physics based yeah. shooting game yeah where you have a fixed position and you have to like i mean it's kind of the same thing that angry birds like if you're talking about a genre it's goes. so much more but, than no, that, i'm not though. i'm not comparing to angry birds i'm yeah. just saying same like you're shooting at an angle projectiles on, yeah. yeah and there's and there's physics into it you're and this game things. gets like unrelentingly hard or maybe I'm just really bad I think, at it. I actually, I think Angry Birds is actually a pretty fair comparison. Uh, comparison, just because you're using, you're knocking things into the enemies yeah. at a distance. You know what I mean? But yes, very but, pretty Angry Birds. Yeah, yeah, this much yeah. better. And, and 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 your hand is on the other side of the screen, and you can see everything on the screen. And I like this game infinitely more than Angry Birds. <laughs> you can tell where all that space went. It definitely went into unique textures. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like like I'm I'm just looking through like a gallery of Google images of like screenshots and they're all different. <laughs> yeah, and even the gameplay that we're that we're showing it right is now, really cool art. I like this and like and it scales so well. And there there are a lot of um, what? there's just so much stuff that like it, it the way that it that this trajectory like the trajectory and the physics in this work and and how you move your hand to to shoot it i i, don't, I haven't played games like this on mobile honestly because i'm like oh i can just do this on the computer but the it's so intuitive and and well you speak of that and we're doing this on going mobile it is available on steam that is yeah exactly it is available on steam uh or you can get it for free on uh on mobile i think on steam it's four dollars four dollars i kind of want the steam one i want to see it bigger 
Yeah. Pretty. You're even prettier. Yeah, exactly. This this thing. I like the I, doll thing. I love it. I, this is a game that I can I can see myself putting a lot of time into. Because it's uh, 20, it's it's eighty levels. <laughs> It's one of those addicting games that you, yeah, like you. Uh, what does the rev say? Like a, a bus ride game. It's not a yeah. like you can play it on a bus, but it's you're gonna miss game, your stop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, no, it's it's definitely a lot of fun. Definitely check it out for the low low price but of very cheap on Steam. If you want to get on Steam instead of mobile, yes, and it's free on mobile. Free, so yeah, the extremely low price of free on mobile. Free on yeah. mobile. Yeah. Free on mobile. Take this whole mobile section and encourage everyone to buy it on Steam anyway. Yeah, like going back <laughs> yeah. from mobile. Yeah, support right. these guys. A lot of time went into this. Three ninety nine on Steam. Um, yeah. the the developer is uh Weiss Games. Wise Weiss Weiss W Y S E Games. Um, and uh, so, I mean, Going Mobile is always kind of a small segment. There's not a whole lot to talk about other than the fact yeah. that it's a it's beautiful a, It's game. a mobile game. It's small, it's fun, and it's super, super pretty. Right. Uh, you know what else is super, super pretty? Oh, no. You, baby. Say it ain't so. You're pretty. I'm. Well, thank you. You're pretty, pretty, pretty ugly. I'm, I'm just I'm kidding. pretty disappointed that it's the end of the show. <laughs> it is the end of the uh, show. All good things yeah. must come to an end. First of all, um, let me... Sit, remind you all that we have a Patreon. Uh, if you like what we do, you want to help us uh, really grow, help out the indie game community and everything like that. Um, we have a lot of huge plans, especially especially with uh, um, with uh, Indie Revolution Expo coming being a new uh, idea. But there's just a tons of things that we uh, would like to do. You want to help us out? Check out Patreon.com/slash Indie Game Riot. A uh, dollar helps out. Twenty-five dollars, hundred dollars, you know, five thousand dollars. Just throw it in there for uh, every month. You got five thousand dollars, right, guys? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, it, it, but it, yeah, anyway, it, it, it would really help out anything at all. So thank you so much for considering supporting us. Patreon.com/slash Indie Game Riot. Um, second of all, if you are an indie dev or know someone who is, you know, such as Nate or Jeff. Uh, and you want to have your game featured on the show, contact us. There's tons of ways to contact us. Um, or you can just contact us about anything. It doesn't have to even be about that. Uh, but you can contact us. First of all, um, we're on... Uh, we're live every Friday, 9.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. 9.30. 9.30, do it. On hitbox.tv slash Josh and Yah. Of course, we PM. have... PM. Uh, and, of course, we have uh, recorded versions on our website, indiegamerad.com. We're on Twitter at IGR Podcast or Facebook.com slash IGR Podcast. And, we have uh, a Steam group. Steam group. Go check it out. And, of course, uh, you can always just email us, contact at IndieGameRiot.com. The website is IndieGameRiot.com. Thank you. <laughs> um, let me say thank you to Jeff and Nate for, for coming on the show and hanging out with us the whole time. Um, yeah. It was a blast getting oh. all the information on, on uh, let's just recap here on uh, Fungin Crawler, Haberdashery, and Undercog, uh, all of which we hope to see more of in the future, and you will definitely see more of uh, from us in the future as we head to too many games next weekend yes. to meet Are both we, of them. We're not going to have a show next week. We're not going to have a show next week. Yeah, good. Thank you for reminding Reminder, we're not going to have a show next week. Sorry, um, we're going to be at too many games. <laughs> we're going to be at too many games. It's, and we're not going to trust the, uh, the internet there. Yeah, it's not going to happen. <laughs> It's not yeah. going to happen, but uh, well, hopefully we'll be, able to see, we'll be able to see you guys at too many games. We'll um, be, I'll be, I'll be live tweeting like videos and pictures and stuff. Right. So again, uh, yeah, follow, we'll us. follow us on Twitter. We'll be there too. Yeah. Yep. 
swing on by. Follow them too if you don't. If you haven't checked them out, follow. Them. I know this Undercog doesn't have enough uh, freak or Luna Wolf games. You don't have enough followers. They need more followers. Yeah. If you're not following them already, go follow them. Uh, especially talking to you guys for immediate action in the chat right now. Tim Donnelly uh, and and Prep and and the people lurking. And I know people are popping in and out because I think there's some sort of weird uh, internet problem. thing going on. I don't know. Right? Yeah. But anyway, like the internet. Go follow them on Twitter. Check out their updates. Stay yes. up to date with those games. Also, thank you guys very much for having us. This is last. Yeah. To be fair, like I didn't schedule time to stay for the whole time, but I had fun, so I stayed. That's yeah. good. Yep. I'm glad. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I knew awesome I knew you were like thinking that. about yeah. going, but I wasn't going to say anything. I was like, well, he's not leaving. <laughs> I was like, you know, sure if you have time. to go, that's, yeah. There you go. <laughs> yeah. I, I had to go like several hours ago. I, yeah, but you know. <laughs> yeah. This this counts <laughs> as production fun, time. This counts <laughs> as production time. This is all this is all PR stuff that you have to do anyway. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll put in my logbook. Although my boss doesn't really care because he's me. Um. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, any last yeah. any last words, gentlemen, before we head out? I don't know. There's there's a lot of stuff. Oh, that you just covered most of it. Um, yeah. Thanks again for having us. That's yeah. I enjoyed it. Uh, Definitely have to check out your show again sometime. Thank um, you so much. <coughs> You're right, Hugo. Yeah, oh, and uh, our <laughs> newsletter. Don't forget to sign up. Oh, yeah, sign up for the newsletter. Where, 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 where can they find that exactly? Uh, where did I have that? Posted <laughs> on on the somewhere. internet. <laughs> <laughs> Just so it's easy to find. Is it on the Little Wolf website? Like front page? Uh, here it is. I, well, I already posted once. I'll post it again in the chat. There it is. Yeah, Little just give us your uh, email com. name and whatever else yeah, you want. So, yeah, talk last four your social, you know, credit yeah, cards. Oh, yeah. Yep, all <laughs> we those. really need the credit card numbers because, you know, we're not funded. So, um. <laughs> after you go to patreon.com slash in the game, right? Yeah. But, yeah, cause after, because as soon as we get it, we're going to max it. Yeah. <laughs> we can buy sheep hats. Um, oh, man. We, no, we need to buy actual sheep to test the hats on said sheep. That's true. Yeah. See, you, like, should, you can create sheep. plushes of gimp sheep and things like that. I so but want. Sounds actually, like a genre of porn. Anyone that makes plushes? Uh, there's tons really... of places that make plushes. Uh, plushes and, yeah, and stickers. Like, we also need stickers. Yeah, like who makes little kids sticker books? We need a contact for that. There's <laughs> a. You should. You should talk to if too many games. Talk to Tom Fault because he has connections where he got his stuff made. And you can do the same thing. I don't know. Yeah. But anyway. Yeah, I, I want, like, little anyway. good sticker books. But also, um, anyone who wants to, hit me up on Twitter and shoot me ideas for the expo on what you would like to hear a panel on. Yeah. And we will take it under strong consideration, if not put it to a straight vote. Yeah, maybe cool. we'll put a – we can add a poll to our announcement when we get that up on um, on, on our website. Can you yeah. 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 Just the, the hear us talk about stuff. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, so Gimp Sheep, they're good to fuck. Um, yeah. <laughs> if you, if you Did you know that you could get 36? Stuff, <laughs> I can do 45 minutes on just being awkward. Did you know that you could get Gimp Sheep? It's just all about Gimp Sheep. You can get Gimp Sheep past TSA onto a plane, and it will be the best flight of your life. Um, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> say goodbye, gentlemen. All right. Thanks, guys. All right, lots of love. Thank you guys very much. Thanks for these monster games. Yep, thanks for Luna Wolf. All right, I'll Take see care. you guys next time. All right, see you. Toodles.